Let's, let me just give you a just give you a quick thought from the Book of Philippians. Um, I was reading this this morning and just started thinking a couple things and thinking about the importance of what uh, the Apostle Paul was writing about to the church at Philippi. In in verse number six, he's he's speaking about how he always prays for them, and of course, we when we come to a prayer meeting, we're um, we're not coming out of some sense of um, I hope not coming out of some sense of obligation as if it's uh, gaining us points with God, but we're coming out of a great joy of the fact that we can pray. And he, he says about his own prayer that he prays for them and he makes the request with joy. And in verse 6, he says, being confident of this very thing, that he with which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Now, we just talked a little bit about this this morning, but uh, have you ever considered what would happen if God could fail to complete the work he set out to do? What if God could fail? And if we know that every true believer's salvation is secure and we have that promise, we have that security this morning, because we know that he, Paul says that the work which God begins, he will carry out. He'll carry it out to perfection. He'll carry it out to where we're assured of that. Uh, Paul says being confident of this very thing. What is he saying he's very sure of? That he, God, which begins this good work in you, will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. It will never be said of God that he began a work that he was not able to complete. I have... So many uncompleted jobs at home, it's not even funny. I have so many things that I set out to say, I'm going to get that work done. I'm going to perform that work. I'm going to do it. And I don't have it done. I'll start a new work and say, I'm going to get this one done. And then I don't get that one done. Can you imagine if God set out to do a work in you and then didn't fulfill it? He didn't complete it. Paul says that's never going to be the case. Paul's saying it will never be said of God that he'll begin this work in you and then he'll fail to perform it, or maybe even more importantly, that he is not able to complete it. Have you ever taken on a job that was too much? I do that all the time too. I say, I can do that. I don't even need instructions. I can do it. I can do it by myself, only to find out I'm not able. I want to complete the work, but I'm not able to. Paul says, be confident of this, that he which begins this work in you it's going to complete it. Now, how does that affect our prayer life? If we don't believe God can answer prayer, and we don't believe that God even hears prayer, or even what we should understand even more clearly is that we're commanded to pray, can you imagine if what we prayed for God couldn't do? Paul says, be confident of this. Every one of us will take on some work that we will not be able to complete. We'll give up because we're unable. We'll give up because something happened. We'll lack the ability. We'll lack the skill. We'll lack the wisdom. Sometimes we just lack the dedication to do it, right? So think about the three main things that Jesus, or even God, even began with. When did the work in you begin? Eternal election. The work began in you when you were elected before the foundation of the world. It didn't begin when you were born. It began before the foundation of the world. Thousands of years have passed by, and God's purpose for you has never changed. According to his counsel, his will, for some reason, those of us who know Christ in this room, we're saved now, and we still don't have a reason to give God as to why we're saved. Why us? Why, were we, why did he choose to do a good work in us? He redeemed us, and it was by the atonement of his own son. 
Think about how the Bible says how quickly we went astray from God. From the womb we sin. We're conceived in iniquity. Yet, his work in us began when? In eternal election. What about the second part of it? He's preserved us. He's preserved you until the time that was appointed that he would save you, that your eyes would be open to the truth. The appointed time. It's an amazing thing to me that there was an appointed time for each one of us that's in Christ Jesus when our eyes would be opened. That appointed time, it happened at the exact moment that God appointed it would happen. Since that very day that God opened your eyes, again, not trying to discourage us, I'm trying to help us, how many times have we gone astray? How many times have we sinned since your appointed hour of salvation? Like we read about Paul today on the road to Damascus. How many times have we failed? Our faithfulness at best can be described as feeble and weak. And yet God is still doing his work in us. That's an amazing thought to me. He's never failed us once, but how many times have we failed him? He never will. He's never going to give up the work. And then I like this last part. He is willing to do what? To complete it. Until when? Until the day of Jesus Christ. He is wise enough to complete the work. He's powerful enough to complete his work in us. God will perform that work which he has begun until he brings us safe into eternal glory. The only way our, the work that God starts in us can fail is if God ceases to be God. In order for your salvation to fail, God would have to cease to be God. Is that going to happen? No. If God has saved you, he began a good work in you. He'll complete it. It's forever. His good work in his people can never be undone. I think anytime we go to pray, I think we should pray to a God that we certainly believe can complete the work. And like Paul said, being confident of this very thing, he will complete the work he has given to us. So if you didn't need that, I did. So that helped me this morning immensely, uh, just reminded of God's goodness to us. All right, so you've got a copy of the